helping people cope with and overcome life's challenges. This is Life Transformations with Michael Hart, Canadian Certified Counselor and Award-Winning Psychotherapist. Touch is one of the five senses that can prove to be very powerful and important. However, in this information age, people are connecting more and more by using electronics rather than connecting face-to-face. And this is making it so that we are neglecting our ability and desire to experience physical connection. Have you stopped to consider what effects this lack of connection may have on your relationship? Well, in today's podcast, we will discuss the four ways touch improves your relationship. My name is Bettina Davamar, and with me in studio is award-winning psychotherapist Michael Hart of Elam Counseling. Welcome, Michael. Thank you very much, Bettina, and thank you for being in studio with us today to discuss this very important topic. I think this topic of touch might be a bit strange to some people to say, why are you talking about touch? But if we look at Scripture, we can see that touch is very important throughout Scripture. We find in 1 Kings 1, 1 that uh, Abishak used touch to care for David while when he was old and sick. We see Genesis 27, touch being used by Isaac as he blesses Jacob. We see Jesus in numerous examples use touch as he's healing people. We are told in Luke 18 verse 15 that they brought children to Jesus so that he might what? Touch them. And so touch is is very important in scripture. And I think scripture is ahead of it of, of psychological literature when it comes to the importance of touch. We we hear about the laying on of hands in the New Testament. So touch is very important. And today we are talking about touch in couples relationships. And we we are going to be drawing on psychological literature to say to show the four benefits of touch. So the ways in which you can use touch to improve your relationship, and we also be looking at biblical examples as well. So don't go anywhere. So four ways to four ways touch improves your relationship. But before we get into today's show, let me welcome all my listeners who uh, faithfully join us week after week. And for those of you who are new to this broadcast, if you've just tuned in by accident, we are on the air every Monday morning at 9.30, and you're listening to the Life Transformation Show. This is your host, Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services. You can get a hold of us by calling one 544 3546 or you can go to our website, elimcounselingministry.com. Elim is spelled E-L-I-M, counseling with two L's, ministry.com. So thank you so much for being with us on this episode of the Life Transformation Show. And if you are in a marital relationship or, or you're planning to be in in a marital relationship, maybe you are dating, or maybe you don't yet have a partner, but you plan to be in a relationship one day, this is a show for you because we're going to be giving you some insights into the importance of touch and how you can use touch to improve the quality of your relationship. And so, Michael, we're talking about marriage relationships. So what kind of touch are we really talking about here? Is it just sexual type of touch 
for these marriage relationships? That's a very good question, Bettina. So when we're talking about touch in this context, we're not talking about sexual intimacy. We're talking about simple touch such as holding hands, simple touch such as uh, watching uh, a, a movie together and just laying your head on your partner's shoulder or just being shoulder to shoulder with each other in proximity where you're touching each other. Mm-hmm. One of the, the, the things that studies have found is that you can tell how long a couple has been married by the space that they have between them when they're, when they're sitting side by side. Uh-huh. <laughs> As couples go through life and they're the you know they have de- dealt with a lot of the the stresses of marriage and the conflict. It seems as if mm. there there becomes an emotional distance which push them literally physically apart. Okay. So one of the things that gets sacrificed in that is touch, and that's unfortunate because we know from psychological literature that touch is very very important. We are born wired for touch. In studies that have been done with infants, for example, they find that infants who are deprived of touch don't develop as well as those who receive touch. In a book, Touch Deprivation, by Tiffany Fields that was published in 2014, she writes, quote, Developmental delays are common in children who are deprived of stimulation. For example, premature neonates and some institutionalized children. So these children who are deprived of touch, they don't develop as well. And she goes on to say that these children are delayed both cognitively and physically, and they have greater incidence of serious infection and attachment disorders. There are also now new studies that are coming out that show that children who spend time on screen more than an hour a day, children, young children under five who spend more than an hour a day screen time, that these children are actually, that their brains are not developing as well as children who don't spend as much time on the, their tablets and their iPhone and all those other gadgets that we give to our children. They have actually done MRI studies that show that the white matter of these children's brain don't develop as well as children who have less screen time. And we have the gray matter of the brain and the white matter. And think of the gray matter of the brain like the equipment and the white matter as cables that connect the equipment of your brain that that tell different parts of your your brain what to do so that your body functions well. And so these children who are deprived of touch because they're on the screen too much, their their cognitive abilities suffer because they're they they are not they are not getting the amount of touch and interaction that they need. So that study that that has well been documented where children are concerned. But now there are now studies that we're going to be referring to later on in the show that shows that in adult relationships that touch is very, very important. And so as we discuss this topic today, four ways touch improve your relationship, you're going to be getting some techniques and some uh, information that shows you how touch can benefit your relationship. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Yes, and so Michael, this is going to be quite an exciting show because 
I want to know myself, what are the four ways that touch improves your relationship? Can you start with the first one, please? Okay, so the first one I want to talk about today is that touch helps us to face the adversities and the challenges of life. Mm-hmm. There's a scripture here in Daniel 10, verse 16 to 18, and I'll just read the scripture here, and then I'll, I'll, I'll go from there to talk about what psychologists are now finding. So this scripture in Daniel ten sixteen to 18 reads, And behold, one who resembled a human being was touching my lips. Notice the word touch, touching my lips. Then I opened my mouth and spoke and said to him, who was standing before me, O my Lord, as a result of the vision, anguish has come upon me, and I have retained no strength. Then this one with human appearance touched me again and strengthened me. So that's in Daniel chapter 10, 16 to 18. And so if you read the scripture carefully, you will see that touch is mentioned twice in the in the in the in this uh, brief passage here, and what the what Daniel is saying that when he was touched the second time, he was strengthened, mm. and now they are saying that when you receive physical touch from your partner, mm-hmm. it actually strengthens you. It actually decreases the level of stress hormones in your body. The cortisol level goes down in your body. And as a result, you are better able to deal with the challenges and the adversities of life. So mm-hmm. if you are in a situation or a, a, a relationship in which you have you are neglecting touch, you're actually setting up yourself to become affected and and to be undone by the stresses and the challenges of your relationship. Because touch, just that incident of touching your partner will strengthen you, relieve mm-hmm. stress, and gives you the ability to face the adversities of life. They've also done studies that show that If someone has a presentation to do, for example, a public speaking engagement, just receiving touch Mm -hmm. before that, that event, that stressful event of public speaking prepares the person to do better in that in that uh, public speaking engagement than if they didn't receive touch before. So I know that there are many of you listening to me this morning who who are going through many challenges in your life. And what challenges do in many home situations or many relationships is that challenges tend to pull people apart. But what this research is saying is that by coming together, by having touch, by spending time with each other where you can hold hands, where you can lean on each other, Mm. where you can support each other, in a, in a physical way, that this is actually preparing you mm-hmm. to deal with the challenges and the adversities in life. So where the tendency is to pull apart, the, the main point of this first message, this first point, as we look at the four ways touch improves your relationship, mm-hmm. is that you need to not let the differences pull you apart, but come together and be deliberate in spending time to touch 
touch because touch encourages mm-hmm. the other person and touch prepares both of you, both the giver and the receiver to deal better with the advert- adversities and challenges in life. And so, Michael, it's incredible that touch, just that simple act can do so much to relieve stress and to, uh, you know, give us that encouragement. What would be the second point? The second thing is that touch bonds couples together, Mm -hmm. bond a couple together. So if you are in a relationship where you have frequent touch, then the studies show that that in itself will be able to determine the quality of your relationship. As a matter of fact, Dr. Charles and Dr. Elizabeth Schmitz of, in one research, I should say, say that touch is more is a more a predictor of the success of a relationship than sexual intimacy. Mm. So when a couple touch, they actually secrete this bonding hormone called oxytocin. And that hormone, oxytocin, bonds this couple to bond the couple together in a way that helps them to 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 feel close in a way to help them to feel supported and to feel loved. So not only is it help, touch helping you to deal with the stress, but there's also a bond that that creates. And couples who have frequent touch, they they not only deal with adversities better, but they function more as a unit. They function more as a team as opposed to couples who do not do not engage in frequent touch. They operate more like ships uh, mm-hmm. passing each other's uh, in uh, each other in the night, and they are missing this great bonding experience mm-hmm. that you can have. So I am saying today, this morning, that it's very important and essential to take the time to be deliberate and to touch, because by doing by touching, you are actually creating bonding. There's actually chemical changes that take place in your body when you touch, and this is a way of bonding you together. Couples who end up divorcing, the studies show that one of the things that that, that first go in those types of relationship is the touching. Mm-hmm. And couples who do not spend time interacting and touching each other will not bond. And if you don't bond together, then it's no surprise that other things will be able to come between you. Mm-hmm. So when the Bible talks about leaving your mother and father and cleaving together and the two becoming one flesh, there is touching implied in that. The touching such such an intimacy that there is nothing that can come between you because you're one flesh. So when touch goes in a relationship and couples find themselves drifting apart and not spending time together and not touching, you're op- they're opening the door for other, th- other things to come in. Yeah. So some of the things that creep in in that situation is pornography. Uh, extramarital affairs, mm-hmm. addictions, and all because the bond is not strong. So begin to bond again by touching. So that's really important. Touching not only bonds you together, but I bet you when you're bonded together, that you become a little bit more 
maybe happier as a couple, wouldn't it be? Yes, yes. And, you know, there, there are studies that actually show that as well, that not only does it bond you together, but it makes you happier and healthier as well. So you're not bonding in a sense where you're you're just uh, having this stiff upper lip and just saying, you know, I hate this person, but I have to touch them mm. anyway. But I think when you begin to touch, you begin to open the door to dialogue. Because when you are apart and you're not spending time together, it's hard to talk about anything. Absolutely. Yeah. It's easier to stay angry at each other. Yes. But when you are touching and you're spending time, it opens the door to healthy dialogue. It opens the door to begin to share deep emotions. And by having this intimacy where you begin to touch, and, and for those of you who have just joined us, we are not talking about sexual touching here. We're talking about things like holding hands, mm-hmm. uh, sitting beside each other with your shoulders touching, or just your feet touching your, your, your feet rubbing together as you sit watching a movie. The studies are showing that it makes you happier and healthier. But before I go into some of the studies behind that, what they have found, let me just welcome those of you who have just joined us. Uh, if you're just, if you have just joined us, you're listening to the Life Transformation Show. I am your host, Michael Hart of Elam Counseling Services, and with me in studio today is Bettina Davilmar, and we are discussing four ways in which touch, touch benefits your relationship. Did I get that right, Bettina, or did I say the, the title right? What's the exact title? <laughs> yeah, four ways to touch. Four that, ways touch improves yes. your relationship. Not right? four ways to touch, right. but four, four ways, ways touch, touch improves. improves. Maybe that's a title for another show. <laughs> yes, four ways, four four ways, ways to, to touch. <laughs> Okay, so thank you very much for joining us on this episode of the Life Transformation Show. And you can find out more about us by going to our website at elimcounselingministry.com or you can call us at 1-877-544-3546. Yes, so we were just looking at the the third point here Mm -hmm. that touch makes you happier and healthier. healthier. Uh, There's studies that have been done that show that patients with Alzheimer, for Mm. example, that the the effect of touch on these patients, that touch helps them to relax, touch makes them more emotionally connected with others and reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression. Mm. So it's it's important to, to know that note that this is not just for Alzheimer patients, but studies have also been done for with pregnant women, for example. And what Tiffany Field found in one of the research that, that she did was that a pregnant woman, for example, when they when they receive touch from their spouses, that they report that they're having less incidence of pain. Mm-hmm. So even the physical pain itself appears to be less when they are touched by a loving partner. So when you're going through the the painful things in life, the emotionally painful things in life, and even physical pain, if you're struggling, if a, a partner, if your partner is struggling with physical pain, spending that time to come together and to touch can go a far way in helping your partner to deal with the challenges that they're that they're going through. And I think it's it it's something that can be 
easily done mm-hmm. and 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 it's sad that we pay so much money uh, to get uh medical advice and yes. and to get all of these medical devices that you know we use to treat pain and emotional things when in fact god has given us this inborn ability mm-hmm. that can help us and if, so if we begin to go draw together in in our relationships and begin to touch then what we will find is that you will end up being happier and healthier yes. one of the things one of one of the ways in which touch makes you healthier is that the studies show that we talked about the cortisol hormones before mm-hmm. When you have very stressful life events and there is a built up of cortisol hormone, your body goes into this fight or flight state. And when you're in that fight or fight or flight and there's also a third stage that they say freeze when you're in this fight flight or freeze state where you're preparing for for something bad to happen and mm-hmm. you're bracing for it then what ends up happening is that your body resources flows from those areas that are not needed to fight or or to to or to flee but actually so actually areas of your body that deals with uh digestion for example mm. you don't need to be digesting food when you're in a f- a fight f- fight mode and so your body sends signals the the amygdala part the part of your brain that deals with 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 emotions sends signals to the rest of your body that you need to begin to divert resources to the areas that are needed for a fight so your digestive system slows down mm-hmm. your immune system slows down when you're in that fight or, or fight or flight mode and so what ends up happening is that if your immune system a slowdown for a, a prolonged period of time because this fight that you're bracing for is not something immediate like you're being attacked by a dog it serves you well if if you're faced with an actual threat like a, an, an attack by a dog but if it's just a stressful event that drags on for months and even years then what ends up happening is that there is an adverse effect on your digestive system mm-hmm. so people have all kind of stomach problems and there 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 all kind of disease because the immune system is also compromised but yes. the good news is that by engaging in simple touch in your mm-hmm. relationship even if someone is sick just engaging oh, yes. in spending time with that person touching that mm-hmm. person you will find studies are showing that your body begins to release opposite hormones to the cortisol hormones right. so serotonin and all of those feel good hormones are now being released oxytocin, oxytocin and yes. and and so as you begin to re- to, to have those feel good hormones then your body is now positioning for health mm-hmm. so i'm I, i i don't think there is any coincidence between the high rate of 
of illness in our modern society, the mental illness, the high rate of mental illness in our society that has become so so individualistic and so cut off from community, as opposed to other communities elsewhere in the world where they don't have half the things that we have, yeah. but they're doing much better in terms of dealing with adversities mm-hmm. in life. So I think just by by going back to simple simple the simple basic of touch can have a far reaching effect on the health on your health and your partner's health this is such great information michael thank you so much and you know we're going to touch on one the last one and i'm just wondering if there's any couples right now that are listening that are saying yeah you know i want that kind of a happy healthy relationship with my spouse but so much has happened so much you know between us has happened how can touch help us to get to the place where we're supposed to be that's a very good question. I, I, that's a very good question, Bettina, because I can just imagine that there might be people like that who are saying that there's so much that has happened between us and uh, you talk about touch, but the last thing I want to do right now is to touch my mm-hmm. partner. But we find also in Scripture that touch is a way, symbolizes, I should say, reconciliation and forgiveness. So in the story of Esau and Jacob in Genesis 33, 1 to 4, we, we read that, that no, that, that's, that's not the right, uh, the right scripture, I think. It's Genesis 33, mm-hmm. yes, 33, 1 to 4. Yes, so when Jacob saw Esau coming and he was mm-hmm. afraid that he was going to be killed, and we see an an incident of touch there where we are told that Esau ran to meet Jacob, embraced him, that's a touch. He threw his arms around his neck, that's verse 4, and kissed him, and they wept. Mm. So this is... The, what happened between these two brothers created emotional distance, created yeah. a, a physical distance because Jacob for 20 years was hiding from his brother. So talking about conflict, uh, Esau wanted to kill Jacob. Yes. So I hope your relationship isn't that bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, if, but if it is, there's it, hope. <laughs> there is hope because we see that in, in this relationship yes. that there was this demonstration, this act of reaching out where Esau the one that was hurt the one that was bearing the emotional pain gestured that he had forgiven his right. brother. It wasn't Jacob that ran to him. Jacob was afraid he was going to kill him. Mm-hmm. But Esau said, you know what? I have forgiven you and I am reaching out to you because I want to to bridge this gap. Yeah. I want to close this emotional distance that exists between us. And Michael, I, I, I guess, you know, he could have said, I forgive you from far and went about his business. But just the fact of maybe, you know, hugging and touching is quite important. Absolutely. So this uh, this this touch by Esau, this reaching out to embrace is a way of saying, I know you have wronged me and I have I have uh, grieved. The, the pain that mm. you have caused me, mm-hmm. and now I am ready to reconcile with you. So I am not waiting for you to reach out to no. me. I mm. am reaching out to you. So he reached out mm. and he hugged 
is through his arm around his brother. And the, and the thing is that it said that they, they wept. Right. So they both, they both wept. Wow. So in other words, they were both carrying years of, of pain mm-hmm. and frustration. Mm-hmm. That's this act of touching, uh, release all of those emotions. So I'm saying that there are some of you listening to my voice where there have been incidents that have happened between you and your partner and it has created emotional and physical distance. And there it may be the time for reconciliation. It may be the time for you to reach out and to say, despite what you have done me, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. And and I'm not imposing forgiveness on anyone. I do understand that there are some circumstances that you might not be there as yet where you're ready to forgive. But there are some of you who are listening who might be there but might be hesitating. And uh, so this act of touching, of reaching out and saying, I forgive you, can be can be very powerful. Yes. And it doesn't have to be a hug or embrace. It can just be a hand on a shoulder right. that say, you know what, there have been this distance between us and this mm-hmm. act of just re- putting your hand on that person's shoulder mm-hmm. can be a powerful way of saying, I am I am now forgiven you and this symbolize the unity that there is between us. And please understand that I am not advocating that anyone put themselves in dangerous situation mm. where you're in danger of yes, being of being abused sexually or physically. But there are some circumstances where there there are rifts that can be healed by reaching out and by saying I forgive you and, and symbolize it symbolize by uh, by making contact with that person. So we have quickly come to the end of today's show and so I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Life Transformation Show. If you have missed the first part of this show, you can find it by going to our website, elimcounselingministry.com So until next time, this is your host Michael Hart of Elim Counseling Services and Bettina Davomar, praying together that God would bless you in all your relationships and keep you sound in mind and pure in heart. Thank you.